A figure crumples to the ground at the bottom of a long staircase. Sweat and ash cover the face of the young wizard Tiawask. Her lips are chapped and dry, her skin blistered and oozing. She doesn't know what day it is or how long she's been here. She hasn't seen the sun or sky in so long that now she wonders if this place will indeed become her tomb. She curses her decision back with Jerun. Maybe if she hadn't left, her death would have been quick and she wouldn't have had to suffer through the horrors of the lower levels. She reaches into her bag for her spell book before realizing that it's gone. A moment of panic grips her as she remembers what had happened. How she had dropped it, trying to escape the creatures of the previous level. She had no chance of retrieving it now. In fact, she knows that it's destroyed beyond repair. Her spirit falls and she sobs. Silent, dry, racking sobs. She is so severely dehydrated that she doesn't even have tears. Her sorrow and despair consumes her. Time passes without interruption and she gathers herself once again. She has had a similar breakdown nearly every level, but so far she's survived. As much as she wishes for death, she is not willing to give in to it just yet. She made a promise to Jerun that she would get them both out, and while she's heading in the wrong direction, she holds out hope that she will find a path to the surface. Reaching into her bag, she pulls out a small potion vial and drinks it down. She had gotten lucky and found the healing potion in one of the prior levels. She only has three left, and she knows that she needs to ration them. However, her dry throat is so sore and her mouth so parched that she has no choice but to drink the liquid. It is warm and tastes faintly of ash, but nevertheless, it soothes her body and spirit. She can feel some of her burns close and the pain subsides. She closes her eyes and her vision fills with the image of Jerun. She takes a deep breath, stills her shaking hands, and presses forward into the dangers ahead. And as we fade on that scene, we come back to the scene of our party standing in the opening of a secret door. And last we left off, you guys had fought through this room that had a spider swarm, which you were able to put down without too much difficulty. You were able to find the secret door thanks to the vomit that Arash had projected onto the door. And as you entered into this door, the comic moment was, um, especially uh, Lang can see that there's a guy standing behind this tapestry, which is hanging up along the majority of the room. And he turned to you and he said, Oh, I didn't expect you to come through that door. And that is where we're going to pick up as we roll for initiative right off the bat. First up in initiative, Lang, what's your initiative? Eight. Eight. Okay, Schnee? Thirteen. Thirteen. Arashk? Sixteen. Sixteen. Barney and Cabbage? Nine. Nine. All right, I need Arashk. What's your initiative modifier? Three. Okay, dokie then. And we will begin with the guy who just spoke to you. And he is going to double move to get over here. So he's going to double move and that's going to be his turn. Next up, we come to this guy here who's going to move right here. 
And after Red Boy, we come to Arashk. All right, I'm gonna open right away with a swift action to uh, make a fission, two fissioned bombs. I'm gonna five foot step forward. I'm gonna take a throw uh, right at the one. Mm, let's do that one, actually. Let's do that one over there. Okay, the blue one. Okay, yep. go ahead and roll your attack. That is a 16 versus his touch AC. A 16 will hit his touch AC. Nice. Dealing seven points of damage. All right. So you hit him with this bomb and he just crumples. Beautiful. Would you like to move? I five foot step forward, I realize, but I'll actually go ahead and move in. Yeah. Let's move. uh, What's this? What's this green thing right here? So those are patches of light that are coming from the moss on the walls. Okay. I'll, I'll move up to that corner of the room there, I think. So that was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I can make it there just fine. Next after Arash, we have the green one who is going to... Well, he's currently sitting on the chair, so he is going to have to... Stand up. Uh, but he can move up ah. to be in melee with you Scary. and he will take one attack at you with a claw. Yeah, come at me. His one claw is going to be we're not starting off really well an 11. That'll miss. After green skeleton, we come to Schnee. I'm sorry, I can't take my turn until Justin calls out my name. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Schnee! There we go. Now I can play. All right. Sorry. 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 Wasn't paying attention. Sorry. So I can't tell. I guess I'll move 10 feet. See a skeleton. And then I will take a shot, I suppose. Okay. Oh, I didn't have point blank on. Uh, Probably going to miss. That is a amazing 12. A 12 is going to miss, unfortunately. That sounds about right. After Schnee, we come to Barney and Cabbage. So, Barney can't currently see any. Oh no, he can see the guy way bit way there in the way there in the back. He will have him and uh, Cabbage flavor stealth around the back here. Okay. Flavor stealth sounds like a weird energy drink. Yeah, the new, the new Mountain Dew flavor stealth. It's <laughs> like pitch black, but blacker. Okay, I do have to say, Pitch Black was my favorite of the Mountain Dew flavors. Like, I like plain Mountain Dew, but Pitch Black was my favorite. I thought you were going to say that Pitch Black was your favorite Vin Diesel movie, and I was about to log <laughs> off this this game right now. I have not seen Pitch Black. <laughs> Sarah, that is nothing but a good take, though. Uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black, uh, if, if I had a sip, I'd probably go straight back to my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get with Mountain Dew and have them come out with flavor stealth and it's just <laughs> literally bottled water the yeah, flavor right? is non-existent <laughs> <laughs> it's got like electrolytes in it <laughs> it's just carbonated water that's yeah, it it's yeah. just a regular water <laughs> Ew, that's so gross it's just it's just what it tonic water yeah gross yeah, more or less but stealth okay so Barney and Cabbage are stealthing uh, go ahead and roll me stealth checks just for fun I mean they 100% would have seen me, but a natural 20 for Barney. Okay. And uh, 
uh, a five for cabbage, but okay. So cabbage is clinking along. We're in purring. I'm pretty okay. sure cabbage is the one that has a torch on him. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. So Barney and cabbage double moved up behind the tapestry, and finally we come to Lang. All right. I guess he'll go to this skelly. Okay. He's gonna try and hit it. Come okay. on. First net twenty. <laughs> it's not a natural 20, but that is a 20 to hit. Boy, yeah, that'll hit. That's uh, 11 damage. Gross. And this one Gross. also crumples to the ground in pieces. Although, yeah, you do bludgeoning damage, so. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right, so that was your move in standard. You got any swifts you want to do? No. Okay top of the round we come to our little buddy over here so he sees you guys starting to move in and he is going to move to be a little bit more in the corner here and then he is going to cast a spell fireball yeah, no he... could you imagine when we're level one <laughs> huh. well, you're level two you could oh that's right that's right probably not survive it but yeah <laughs> we'd um... probably still die Thanks yeah. for that false sense of hope, Sarah. Yeah, so he's going to move up and cast a spell, and I don't have a thing for this, so what thing could I use for this? We'll just use another one of these tokens. She's spawning in more enemies. Hacks! <laughs> Hacks! Yeah. So I'm going to... Ah! What? I'm not sure what this... Oh, a, a bastard sword appears in front of you. It's not actually a human skeleton. It's actually a bastard sword. Uh, I thought it was like the oh, skeletons were okay. rising back like they do yeah. in Dark Souls. Right. You gotta kill the spellcaster. All right. Well, that is his spiritual weapon showing up. And I think that once it's cast, it can make an attack. That's yes. correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. As soon as it's cast, it gets an okay. attack. So yep. it's going to attack uh, Lang, and that will be a 15 to hit. So I believe that misses. It does just okay. miss. So that was his Close. turn. And next we come to Arashk. You've got a skelly boy right in front of you. Yeah, I kind of back myself into a corner a little bit here. Not the wisest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, this is a dude that's doing bad stuff. What's he done? Oh, all he's done is just cast a spell. No harm, no foul. Um, you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Uh, move action, pull out uh, my kukri. Okay. And I'm uh, I'm uh, ready to attack the skilly boy when Lang is flanking. Okay. And he'll shout out to Lang, uh, get behind him, he'll say. Okay. So next up we come to skilly boy. Ah, who's drawing a pentagram? <laughs> that would be Jason. J Jason is summoning <laughs> the dark ones. <laughs> So Skelly Boy is going to give up and die. He's going to do two claw attacks at you. First claw attack is a an eighteen. Oh yeah, that's gonna do it. Okay. So, oops, out of the box. Uh, three points of damage. Ow. And then second attack is a ten. So that's gonna miss. Yep. Was any of that fire damage by chance? No was not it was just slashing damage really okay okay i just wanted to make sure you know yep 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 next up we come to schnee schnee <laughs> kind of felt like he should have said schnee 
last time <laughs> when he missed. Shni will slowly move in, and he will spend a move action to reload his crossbow. All right, so now we come back to Barney and Cabbage. Cabbage was upside down for a while there, but it looks like he's righted himself. So Barney will move around the other edge of the corner of the uh, tapestry or whatever, see what's going on. He can see pretty clearly the one skeleton, and I now see the shiny one that you guys were talking about. I haven't been able to see anything because of the tapestry. So that shiny thing is a, a sword then. It is. Then he will have... If I can select him, he will have Cabbage. He will give the uh, attack command to Cabbage, have him run up and make one attack. Okay. At the dude. That is a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 will hit. For six damage. Okay. You see that you weren't as effective as you probably could have been. Okay. I think that is my turn. All right. Bottom of round two, we come to Lang. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's time to kill. Oh, boy. I love killing. Undead skeletons. Just for are, those, are there any <laughs> other kind of skeletons? <laughs> yeah. The alive skeletons? Or also just, you know, dead ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that move, so I think that will provoke once from the... I don't think spiritual no. weapons get spiritual attacks weapons, of opportunity. That's correct. Ah, so I will move up there and attack this skelly boy. Okay. Kill him. Kill him um, with fire. Arash's readied action will go off first. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to take an attack that will most likely miss. You got this, bud. I believe in you. That is a 13 against his regular AC. A 13 Might is going to miss. 15 because of the flanking. I That's apologize. still going to miss. Okay, we're good. We're good. I didn't <laughs> want to miss that. I just, just thought of it as I was saying it. Uh, so that brings us to Lang. Hmm. Okay. He's going to attack. Okay. Does a 19 hit? A 19 does hit. For five damage. And that skeleton goes down. So far, Lang is one punch man. That will be my turn. So next we come to this guy over here. So he's going to take a five foot step back. Well, actually, let me resolve his weapon first. So his weapon is going to continue to attack Lang because he's not going to spend the move action to direct it to a new target. So it's going to move up to attack Lang. And this will be a an 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. So an 18 hits, this will do five points of damage. Ow, my biscuits. <laughs> so next up, he is going to five foot step back. And he is going to cast a spell. And I need I need Barney to roll me a will save, please. He saw Barney? It's a seven. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's gonna do it, but I'm very excited that this happened. <laughs> I've got I've got a feeling that was not high enough of a roll. Okay. Alright. That's his turn. And next we come to Schnee. 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 Schnee will move over here. Ha! So he'll charge up and he will intently stare at this. Necromancer. 
the super dead skeleton. Okay. And second move action, he will use his newfound study target. Ooh. You want to tell us how that works? So I'll preface this by saying that we've done a little bit of work to the ranger just based off of the playtesting that we've done with Jason's Unchained Ranger. And we've modified the way favorite enemy works. So Brandon, if you want to let us know the changes that we made there. Yeah, so the changes is we just removed it. We kicked it to the curb. <laughs> that, was, that was it. And we basically said, hey, you get the study target that the Slayer gets, which as a move action... I can intently stare at an opponent, and I get a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls against them, and I get some other bonuses to, like, bluff, knowledge, perception, sense motive, etc. So it just kind of gives me a perma bonus for one baddie at a time, for now. So just, yeah, for total clarity, does that mean that we've done a way where you could pick uh, uh, one each day that you have a bonus against, or is this in addition to that? No, that's gone entirely. We got rid of it. Didn't like the way it played out. Jason could probably fill in more, but I just think it really, even still uh, having me choose one target a day, it was still difficult because if you choose the wrong target, you're just basically still as worthless as you would have been if you just picked one from the be- from the beginning. Mm. That was wrong, you know what I mean? Right. So you moved up and you moved action to study him, and that's your turn? Yeah. All right, so now we come to Barney and Cabbage. Uh, Barney, would you do me a favor and roll me a d100? Oh, that's not good. Is he confused? I feel like confusion's a much higher level spell. Yeah, it feels that 13. way. Okay, you can act normally. It's the Cantor of Kerfuddled. Okay, then uh, Cabbage will step up and do a... Well, uh, Barney will call out his uh, clockwork directive to increase Cabbage's attack rolls. Okay. Uh, and then he'll step up and do a full attack. Okay. So that is a 13 to hit. That will miss. A 10 to hit. Miss. And a 20 to hit. A 20 will hit. For 6 damage. Okay. Again, it, it seems to kind of bounce off of this skeleton's bones. Does some damage, chips off a little bit, but not super effective. And then can I do like a... Well, I don't have... I don't have religion, so no. That's my turn. After Barney and Cabbage, we come to Arash. All right. Arash is going to... I think he has the movement to do this. Yeah, that's probably correct. And he's going to go ahead and throw another fission bomb. Okay, so you're throwing a fission bomb. Yeah. 12 against touch? Uh, That will hit. Oh, yay. Six points of damage. All right. And that's your turn? Yeah. Okay. Next we come to Lang. Just charge, buddy. We'll give it a go. Can you attack from there? I don't know like, if you can attack around the wall like that. I think we've usually wall? played it. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. then I would have gone. I'd just gone here then. Okay, yep. Fine. Did you want to say that you were charging or? No. Okay. Does a 15 hit? A 15 will miss. Then I miss. He meant he was charging. <laughs> As a, right. <laughs> um... I clearly heard him say this when he was doing. Don't think that's how clearly. it works. <laughs> yeah, no. So is that your turn, Lang? That is my turn. Yes. Okay. Top of round four, we come to his turn, and he's going to. He's kind of backed up here. He's going to move to be here, and he is going to sweep his gaze around the room. 
and look at all of you, and his eyes glow this unnerving, bright green, similar to the the color of the spire. And I need all of you to roll me a will save. Not his eyes. Is it relevant now that in my backstory, Shni is colorblind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's not great. Oh, boy. All right. Let's go around and see what everybody rolled here. Does, does Cabbage need to roll? No, Cabbage does not. This is this is mind affecting, so I'm assuming that cabbage is immune to mind affecting. Let's just yeah. go in order. Why don't you say yours first, Jason? Yeah. What Barney do? I rolled a seventeen. Okay. Arash got a three. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. Schnee got a sixteen. Okay. So Barney and Schnee pass. Arash and Lang fail. Huh. And Arash and Lang, you see this this glowing green eyes strike fear into your hearts. I feel it. And you are both shaken for two rounds. Okay. Shaken. Not ideal. Not my I'm favorite. shook. I'm you shook. You are shook to your core. And that's his turn. Next we come to Schnee. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold, 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 hold. Nope. It's too late. Yep. You pass. You put your hands off the chest piece. No, but yep. I caught myself. Nope. I caught it. I caught I it. I was just uh, getting ready to say, she Weapon's gonna, <laughs> the spiritual weapon's gonna come up to hit Lang again, and that is a 16? Uh, yeah, that hits exactly. Ooh, nice, I like it. Okay, you will take five points of damage again. Ow, my biscuits! How his biscuits? I, I like Stop to think that Lang actually it. has a bag of biscuits, like, in his pouch, <laughs> and it just keeps, like, slashing the biscuits. Slashing his biscuits. He's like, not my biscuits. That's my biscuits. Next up, we come to Schnee. Sorry. Go ahead, Schnee. Schnee will take a shot. So, point blank and study target. So, an 18? Oh, that is <laughs> sick damage. Oh, my gosh. What a powerful character. Are you sure we shouldn't, like, nerf him a little, Jason? I, I think we should. <laughs> uh, does 18 hit, at least? An 18 does hit. Okay, so it's going to do a total of two poking damage. Okay. You see the bolt strike true and just kind of clatter to the floor. Oh, that's not great. That's exciting. Would you like to move? Schnee will kind of look and go, Ugh, I guess I'll reload. And he shall <laughs> use his move action to reload. And he will five foot step behind the chair. <laughs> so you don't get any damage increase with study target? Oh, that was that one. It would have been a nat one damage otherwise. But oh, it yeah. He certainly, he certainly did. Okay. Oh, yeah. Had their strength to do right. So, so yes, actually, Sarah, that study target doubled my damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry to bring up the sore subject. I was, it was oh, an innocent man. question. <laughs> we are not on the same page. <laughs> uh, Barney and Cabbage, it's your turn. Do I have to roll a d100? Nope, you're good. I rolled it anyways. Well, you didn't have to. I had it queued up for like five minutes, so I had, oh, to, well, had to get it out of there. Yeah, it was just one round, so you're fine. So Barney is going to use his directive again on, I think, attack rolls again. Actually, he's going to do it on damage this time. Okay. See if we can at least get the hits. And then he's going to have five foot step up and do a full attack. Okay. With a boost to damage. A 17 on the bite. Ooh, please hit. That will hit. And nice. And a 9 and a 10 on the claw, so those both are going to miss. Those will both miss. Uh, so that's going to be a total of 10 damage on the bite. Okay. Why two more? Because of the directive. Ah, that's it's very like cool. a, It's like an 8 another. 
Uh-huh. So I can just use Barney's turn to boost attack rolls or damage rolls or by two. OP. We're going to have to chat after this session. Yeah, it sounds pretty broken. Yeah. You can do it to damage as well. Like I think Jason two. just makes up things for his classes on the fly. He's like, you know what? I really want a bonus to damage, so I'm going to come up with this thing called Clockwork Directive, and that's going to give me extra damage. Yeah, that sounds thematic. Yep. yep. Checks, Checks out. out. <laughs> yep. After Barney and Cabbage, we come to a rush. Uh, I will interject. Uh, sorry, just to throw out there. I can't get my bonus to work, but study target actually would have made it three damage because I had one from point blank. I rolled the nat one and one from studied. I absolutely don't think it's going to make a difference. But I'm trying to fix it. It just might. Keep it in mind for the future. <laughs> Ruthless. Holy uh, cow. Savage. In, in other words, it didn't make a difference, but it might in the future. So keep it in mind. Rude. I'm, I'm sorry. How ruthless. else would I have said that? It's just you're just ruthless. I better. Guess. You could have said yeah. it better. I will work on my delivery. I'm gonna move move up here. Am I? I'm gonna do like a like a cool guy thing. Like only only cool guys would know how to do this. Oh jeez. So I'm gonna move there. I'm gonna do the aid another action. Okay. This is what cool guys know what to do. Okay. I'm going to aid uh, then and try to distract him so that he can get a better hit in higher chance. You're distracting Lang? No. No, no, no. I'm helping you. I'm, I'm your friend. Me. Your buddy. Be more than a 10? That's a natural 20 for a 17. <laughs> Is that hit? Oh. It's not a natural 20. It's a natural 19. Oh, okay. That's, that's okay, then. It would have been funny, though. Because <laughs> they would have done... Are you ready? A single damage. I'm very glad I decided to aid another than do a point of damage. Yeah, so you do aid another for Leng, you said? Yeah. Okay. So, Leng, you will get a bonus to attack? That's correct. Attack. A plus two to his attacks. Cool. So, Leng, we come to your turn now, and you can run away. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> I will five foot step there. And flurry of blows on the wizard face. Plus 40 or first attack. So first attack is a 18. Okay, so it's a plus four. Okay, because of flanking and the eight another. Flanking yes. and the eight another, yep. Okay. That will hit. Nine points of damage. Okay. Second attack will only benefit two. Yep. <laughs> For a seven. Wow. A seven is going to miss. No. Unheard of. <laughs> I was yeah. dripping, bro, with this. Unheard of. So when it comes to things like this, I like to think that your first attack struck true, but he hit it knocked him back just enough that you're you came around to hit him again with your sunset sukan and just barely missed as he had stumbled backwards. <laughs> Good mental image. Yeah. Alright, we're gonna come to his turn and the spiritual weapon's gonna move up and attack you. Oh, not again. Uh, misses, man. That was cocked. Uh, oof. Natural 19, so that's gonna hit. Mm. Mm. I need to know what the cocked numbers were. Well, yeah, it sounds the, like cocked, a... the cocked would have made it a total of 21, so ah, well, I don't think that yeah. would have really mattered. No. Uh, so that's gonna be four points of damage. Well, a little less this time. Hey, you're not dead yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm pretty close. <laughs> and he was going to do this to Lang, but he'll do this to Arashk instead. Yeah, that's right. I'm a real threatening man. He's going to cast defensively to cast a spell. 
I hope he fails. He could he could lose it. <laughs> so this is okay. Oh yeah. No, he got like a twenty-two. So this is a second level spell. So now I'm going to roll to touch you, Arashk. To gently caress your flaming hair. Yeah, give it a shot. See what happens. I'm uncomfortable. And that is going to be a twenty against touch. Yeah, that's um, that's gonna miss because uh, yeah, his hair is too too. I, don't know, I think that's gonna hit. All right, so you take. Oh my gosh. Don't don't say eight. Don't say nine. Don't say ten. Oh my gosh. Oh, you just say fourteen. <laughs> You take six points of damage to your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores. Oh my gosh! That's so much! There's not a save on top of that? (laughs) Nope. It's just a touch attack. Oh my gosh. What? Yep. You don't roll them set- Oh my gosh. Say that again? Six points of damage to intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. All my mental stats take neg six. Well, no, I mean, negative three, but yeah, Yeah. effectively a six penalty, six damage. Yeah, but you can't reduce any of these below zero or below one. So. Oh, so he can't kill me with it. That's good. (laughs) I mean, I don't think you can kill somebody with mental damage. I think it's you just go unconscious or. Well, no, you can go catatonic. Yeah, basically. So that's his turn. Uh, Next up is Schnee. Schnee. Schnee goes five foot step and snake attack. Sneak attack. Uh, it's a flavor sneak attack. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, he has sneak attack? When did we get hey, the ranger sneak attack? I need everything I can get right now. <laughs> I've I've changed to Slayer. I have sneak attack. <laughs> I will. And I did fix study target. And I will point blank. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I hope a 25 hits. A 25 does hit by a healthy margin. And it will be seven pokey damage. Now okay. that is what participating looks like. That's what wow. being in you combat is. Just my favorite friends. <laughs> <laughs> you you definitely came here so that we could rag on you about your character. I know. Yeah, that's... Well, <laughs> Justin and Jason still have a few rounds to nerf or nothing. Yep. Min maxer. I really just yep. I'm losing more and more confidence in the designers, you know, who who made this homebrewed character. Like, I know. Give it to the professionals that get paid, bro. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't take six points of damage to your wisdom, intelligence, and charisma. <laughs> Could be worse. Oh, and uh, second move action, he will reload. Okay. Six is so much. Uh... <laughs> that can make you not be able to cast spells all of a sudden. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yep, suddenly, if you're a spellcaster, you're out of the combat. Thanks for playing. Yep, that's why I'm so happy that this worked. Next up, we come to Barney and Cabbage. We will do what we did last round. Uh, directive on damage rolls. and see if we can hit more than one attack. So the bite is a 23. That will hit. First claw is an 18. That will hit. And the third claw is a 12. That will miss. So the bite did six. The claw did seven. Okay. And then Barney is just gonna move like over over he's gonna five foot step up draw out his horse chopper which is a reach weapon oh my and he'll make a melee attack oh man what a cool guy so your clockwork directive is a what oh, type of action? Standard action sorry 
get your cheating out of here. I will do the five foot step and draw the horse chopper though. Okay, so, so you're ready to attack next round. Okay. The 16 would have hit too, wouldn't it? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, so next up, we come to Arash. You feel a little bit dumber, Arash. Oh, a, little, a little bit. Just a little tad bit dump more stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there goes everything I could do. And all of a sudden, <laughs> your friends don't like you anymore. And you're making bad decisions. Well, that's exactly what I was going to try to role play a little bit. So I'm, I'm down. Hey, stay in your lot. lane. That's my role. Well, <laughs> I don't want to artificially hurt the party, but I will put myself a bit in harm's way. So I'm going to go ahead and throw a bomb. Uh, oh. Yep. And I'm going to use precise bombs to select the square where um, cabbage is. So hopefully he doesn't get hit with it. He's just going to chuck it right where he is. Oh, boy. Here it is. So that could provoke? Would provoke. Okay. He does have a slam attack. So he will slam a jam. Slam a jamma. Uh, nope. Natural three. Okay. Role play all the way. Um, that is an 18 against touch for six points of fire damage. All right, six points of fire damage. Cabbage is safe. I catch some of that uh, flame, but nothing bad happens. And then I'll five foot step there. All right, Arashk is finished. Next we come to Ling. Ling! Ling! Where am I? How now, brown cow? I'll move here. Luria blows! Am I still shaking for another round? Is that right? Yeah, you were shaking for two rounds. Yes. So it's still I one more round. I think it's one more yeah. round. Yeah. First attack. 14. Blech. That's going to miss. And a nine. That's also going to miss. Oh, it's been fun. Time for me to die. <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy. Thanks. Guess I'll die. Guess I'll die. Not that it matters, but you could have. You can share the same space with the weapon. Is it doesn't actually take up a spot. Just in the future. What? Your, yeah. What? Just for, yeah. <laughs> just for your FYI, you could have if you had wanted to. I just let what? you know. I just let you know. It's now actually, you say something. Well, I didn't want to. You know, meta game. Well, see, you forget that Josh took six points of intelligence, wisdom, and charisma damage. Ah, so yes, he's just yes. method his character right now. Yeah, Got I it. really did. I, I went out of my way to, to, to method pretty good. Yes. I, I hate method actors. <laughs> <laughs> How dare um, they? All right. So now it's his turn. Uh, you find that the weapon disappears on this huh, turn. What's he going to do? Turn around and shoot me in the face. All <laughs> right. He's going to... Oh, let's see. Who's been doing the most damage to him? Cabbage just did some damage, right? Lang missed his two attacks. Arashk has been doing... Actually, Arashk has been doing the most damage with his bombs, so he is going to attack Arashk with his sword. One single bomb that did seven damage. Lang nearly killed him. All right. With his bastard sword, it will be a 19 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Oh, dear. That is... Oh, my. It's 12 points of damage. Okay, um, Arashka's on the floor. <laughs> and he will five foot step back. Next we come to Schnee. That's what I get Shnee. for getting in melee. I should know better than that. 
Well, you should, but you took six points of intelligence, wisdom, and charisma damage. I know, and I was <laughs> having fun role playing. Schnee will five foot step back on the corpse of this here Scully. Okay. And he will attempt to shot. Okay. Phew. Uh, 15? Uh, 15 is going to miss. That sucks, because that would have been max of total damage. Yeah, it's tasty damage right there. Uh, well, Snee will reload. Okay. Then try again next round. <laughs> next we have Barney and Cabbage. So, Barney will move to be here. Okay. And he'll take one melee attack. Okay. She's going to miss. 14 is going to miss. Yep, 14 misses. And then Cabbage will step up. Okay. And do a full attack, but no directive this time. So 24 to hit for 5 damage. That will hit. 9 will miss. And 16. A 16 will hit. For another 5 damage. Okay. And that is my turn. After Barney and Cabbage, I need Arashk to roll me a constitution check. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. So I have seen the constitution check, and after a rush, we come to Lang. And I want to try and smack him, but I'm no longer shaken, correct? You are no longer shaken. Hey, am I no longer shaken? You are no longer shaken. Cool. That's good. Undead can be shaken. Come on. That's a six. (laughs) A six is going to miss. An eight. Sorry, it's an eight. An eight's (laughs) going to miss. Yeah, yeah. I am ineffective. I am no threat to this person at all. <laughs> oh, well, boy. classic. I think the monk's going to die. Yeah, well, this is where the monk dies. All right. Next we come to the skeleton. Top of round seven. Uh, he's got cabbage and Lang, neither of whom have really been threatening to him all that much. I will roll to see who he attacks. So I will roll a d2. One is cabbage, two is lang. Two is lang. All right. Yep. Uh, That's going to be, oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Well, he doesn't crit in an 18, but it's going to definitely hit your AC. So that is going to be, ooh, 12 points of damage to you. Yikes. What? Yikes. That's his turn. Well, he's going to five foot step back. And now we come to Schnee. I feel like he's that optional boss in an area that we didn't know that he's like, we're supposed to be level four. (laughs) Schnee will try to shoot again. Okay, go ahead and shoot. That's a nat one or an eight. Oh my goodness. So Schnee will reload and take a five foot step and it must be something broken on my crossbow. It's not working. Yep, that's my turn. Okay. Next, we come to Barney and Cabbage. Barney will look over to Schnee and be like, Schnee, this is not going very well. And then he will, as a full round action, administer the one potion that he bought a while back to the guy who's down. Okay. Which one? We're both down. Which one? I'm only within range of one of you. (laughs) Yeah. That sucks, I guess, for you. So that's seven hit points back. Ooh! Buddy, his eyes burst awake with fire in them, and he has a confused expression on his face <laughs> because he still has neg- negative six to all mental yeah. stats. <laughs> I'm back to the land of the living. Thank you. I know that you look very out of it, but we definitely need you to throw some bombs at that guy still. So 
Oh, you got it. I can do the bomb thing, he says. Yeah, and don't hit Cabbage, because he's going to be five foot stepping right up there now. Okay. <laughs> and then Cabbage will step up, do a full attack, no directive. Natural one will miss. An 18 will hit for five damage. Okay. And then a seven will miss. Okay. And that is my turn. All right. After Barney and Cabbage, we come to a Rashk. Uh, well, you know, he's just gonna do the, the bomb thing. Why, um... Are you gonna stand up first? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Okay. He, he's gonna... He just rolls it. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it, just not. Throws it from the ground. Uh, but he is gonna go ahead and stand up. Uh, he's gonna try to throw as many bombs as possible, which means he is gonna go ahead and fissure this guy. Uh, is that the right choice? Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna choose to say yes. Um, that's what he would do. So that's what I'm gonna do. And one of them gets thrown. Uh, please hit. 22. Yes, for three points of damage. All right, still up, but that was a solid hit with your fission bomb. Yep. Okay. So we come to Lang. I need you to roll me a constitution check. I'm a five foot step uh, that way real quick. <laughs> five. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you lose a hit point. Oh, no, he dead. Um, next we come to <laughs> this guy, who is going to... No, but like, actually, I might be permanently dead. <laughs> We're getting close. He's, he's going to attack Cabbage, because Cabbage is the only guy right next to him, so this attack at Cabbage with his sword okay. will be a natural three, so that's going to miss, and then he will back up again, five foot step. Next, we come to Schnee. Kill him. Good on that. Schnee five foot step, and he will take a shot again. And a 14 is not going to hit. What is it? Am I just rolling 1d10s? I'm confused. Yeah, I know, right? It, yeah. Well, nope. unfortunately. So, in case you were confused, we want to try to like hit them. Then they Dang. take the damage. Oh, that's what I've been doing. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> see. Hit them. Well, it kind of stinks when not all of us hit against touchy see but uh, <laughs> yeah not everyone can be cool like me i guess so i guess i reload and that's it okay next we come to barney and cabbage so barney continuing his uh i guess makeshift clerical duties <laughs> he's an emt the emt run over there and as a standard action do a heal check he's got almost nothing in there so dc 15 he gets a 16 oh my gosh oh, oh my oh, gosh that's so clutch actually <laughs> that's so important clutch, actually. That's, that's very clutch actually <laughs> <laughs> wait we just saved his life actually do I, do I get a sense with that check how close he was um justin if you want to tell him or if you want to keep it secret that's up to you yeah i'll tell him um so my con is 12 and i was at negative 10 <laughs> you that was more con than that. You guys, I'm sweating oh, no. over here. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> she did 12 points of damage when I only had three health left. Yeah, but like, you, you took 12 points, but I was like, ah, he's probably he's a frontliner. He's got like 14 con. I had three left. Holy cow! Holy cow! You forget cow. that originally Justin was playing a monk with a dumped con. Yeah. yeah. See, there's a yeah. reason you don't. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Um, Cabbage will step up and do his three attacks. I don't know. I don't know if these are doing any damage or what his DR is, but uh, 
13 will miss. 24 for 6 damage. 24 will hit. Also, Sarah, if you didn't see, uh, his attacks count. Is that real, or are you just mentioning Oh, that, that was it? absolute nonsense. <laughs> what are you talking about? Was, so I thought you were being serious, and then I started reading it, and I was like, yeah. wait a minute, that's Cabbage's not attacks hit his magic, silver, adamantine, cold iron, bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. <laughs> I thought you were just being a little helpful dude. You are being no, no, that's facetious. Absurd. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so a 13 misses. The third attack was a 13 as well, so the second attack is the only one that hits. 24 for uh, six points of damage. Okay, yep, got it. Perfect. After Barney and Cabbage, we come back to Arashk. All right, let's do it. Uh, bomb number two, do it to it. Truer than I've ever been. This is, you know, the story that never ends. What are you saying? I don't, I don't know, know, man. Are you trying to rap? What is happening He's right truly now? method acting right now. I'm just exactly correct, See, man. that's what happens. Whenever Arash <laughs> takes too much mental damage, he starts rapping. <laughs> that's right. That's what he does. Um, goodness. I just got to find a way to roll. I'm just happy, guys. I'm having fun role playing. It's been, it's been like a long time, you know? Enjoyment of a character is inversely related to the character's <laughs> intelligence. Yes. Hey, that's a 21 against Dutch. Four. Minimum. Two points of damage. All right. Chip, nice. chip, chipping away. It was fire, though. So literally, it was fire. Literally fire. <laughs> literally fired. Man, All right. Such a cool character, man. So Rashk moved and threw a bomb. Next, we come to Lang, who doesn't have to roll Constitution. Okay. You are stable. I'm alive. <laughs> you literally would have died. I'm gonna live. <laughs> Top of round nine, we come to this guy. Five Ooh. foot step coup de grace. <laughs> coup de grace. Yep. He's dead. He's gone. Yep. I already did forget to use one of his things that he does. Yeah, Sarah, this is only level two. His I swift know. action coup de grace. Well, no, he can. Um, <laughs> when he uses when he reduces a creature to zero hit points or fewer with a melee attack or a coup de grace, he can use death knell against that creature as a free action. Well, oh fun. my gosh, yeah. that's not good. Wait, so just do it? That would have killed him, right? Wow. Um, what do you mean, huh? just do it? What do you mean, just do it? I don't know, it just sounds fun. <laughs> just, just do it. It doesn't, yeah. I don't think it deals any damage. I think you just, you, that's the one that heals you, right? Is that correct? It heals him and he gets a buff or something well, like that. Well, yeah, but it's it could be bad. So, you draw forth the ebbing life force of a creature and use it to fuel your own power. Upon casting this spell, you touch a living creature that has minus one or fewer hit points. If the subject fails saving throw, it dies. And you yeah, gain 1d8 temporary hit points and a plus 2 enhancement bonus to strength. Additionally, yeah, your effective caster level goes up by plus 1, improving spell effects depending on caster level. That's brutal. Do it. Yes. Yeah, do it. No. He no. does that for free? Yep. It's it's called Death Drink. Wait a minute. Is this dungeon supposed to kill us? Yeah. That's what dungeon spells <laughs> are, man. Yeah. We're just matter of fact like, yeah. Yeah. You're going to die. That's insane. That means that if he... Wait, that should have happened to me, too. Oh, yes, because you yeah. went down as well. Do oh, it, yeah, was Sarah. that a melee attack? <laughs> yeah. Do it, yeah. Sarah. No. Is that Tell a us thing, or can you do that on every single time he does that? I don't know. It just says when he reduces <laughs> a creature to zero hit points or fewer with a melee attack, it can use death knell against that creature as a free action. That's it doesn't absurd. need to be touching the creature to use this ability. What? That's, That's ridiculous. That's literally a... Oh my gosh, do it! Yeah. TPK is fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll make new backups. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, I get my potion back if she does that. Well, I just rolled to hit Cabbage and I rolled a natural one, so I will just take nice. a five foot step back. And next we come to Schnee. Schnee. Right. So, Sarah, you're saying for sure that you, you're not gonna 
do it? I'm not going to do it in post, but if it happens again, then I will 100% do it. Does that work on Cabbage? No, because he's not a living creature. <laughs> I just want to do something fun. That's a will save, isn't it? Uh, probably, yeah. yes, because it's the spell. Maybe it's yeah. a reflex. I just want to tell you how bad that would have been for me. You should just for fun roll a will save. Okay, you did. Justin, for fun, roll a will save. Yeah, just whisper it to Sarah. Well, here's the thing. Does that spell affect saves? A nine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So Lang would have died. And I think, Arash, you're still whispering your rolls. We rolled a 15. That probably would have saved. Oh, man. That would have been close, though. So I would literally would have just passed it with a neg two to my will because he already hit my wisdom, which is kind of mm-hmm. above average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Schneed, it's your turn. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Schnee, um, basically just threw his arrow to the ground and then just reloaded it. Oh. Because because a, a nat three for a ten does not hit. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, <laughs> I'm just going to explore the rest of the dungeon, guys. Catch well, you later. That's the problem, though, is you're shooting arrows out of a crossbow. Buddy, you need bolts. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Oh, that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I, need I, I guess I took the uh, the intelligence damage here. <laughs> anyway, after Schnee, we come to Barney and Cabbage. I'm afraid that I don't have another potion to give to Lang here, so he is going to have to stay sleeping for a while. But I have stabilized him, so I don't think that he will die anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> you live forever, buddy. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he'll die anytime soon. Oh. And then I will move here and I will use my directive on Cabbage for his damage rolls. And Cabbage will step up. I can't remember if this counts as flanking or not. I don't think it does. Because I have a does. reach weapon. I don't well, know if I. I think you can draw a line to your squares, and I think yours. So if you if you draw a line, it intersects it. So I think that you would be flanking. Okay. I think that's how it works. We'll say for this that it is. So plus two to attack because of the flanking, plus two to damage because of the directive. So uh, first attack is a 19. Nice. That will hit. For five points of damage. There okay. we go. Second attack is a 23. Oh, there we for, go. For that will seven hit. points of damage. Okay. Hmm. Chip, chip, chip. Final attack is a 20 for seven points of damage. With one hit point left. Yes! That final attack is enough to destroy him. What was his DR out of curiosity? Five. It had to have been five, right? So his DR... Because most of my attacks were dealing five points of damage. His DR was five bludgeoning and magic. Screw you, magic. Yeah. So... All right, so with that, you're able to put this creature down. You have no idea what kind of creature this was, but... Oh, yeah. Can we do a knowledge check? Yeah, sure. Roll knowledge checks. I'd love to, but I can't. And this is something where, you guys, I kind of want to test this out. So the one podcast that I listen to, they, when they enter combats or if they have creatures, they just have everybody roll knowledge at the beginning and get the information so that the way they're not, like, doing it during turns or whatnot... So I kind of want to do that 
if you can remind me. I just keep forgetting. So, like, at the start of right combat... Right after initiative, go ahead and roll, we, see exactly, if you know what the saying is. Exactly, and then, yeah. like, I'll give people information based off of how they roll, but... So what you want me to do is when whenever you call for initiative, you want me to do initiative, and then I'll just roll all of my knowledge no, checks. No, I don't row, just want like you to do that. I would rather yeah, you don't. I'll remember to do that no. every single no. time. I'll put a rank in every knowledge so I could just put eight of these checks <laughs> in the chat. No. So those of you that have knowledge religion, go ahead and roll knowledge religion. How about nobility? That'll count, right? I'm I'm still I'm still passed out, so I it's retroactive. Do it. Lang's on the grounds. I don't know yeah. if oh, I have it was a six. It was a six anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, with a six, you you don't know in your sleeping moments. Barney, roll me a perception check. 28. Oh, nice boy. Okay. So with your perception check, Barney, you actually can see that there is a secret door right here and right here. Ah, wonderful. There are two secret doors if we wanted to open them and get into some more combat while we are wounded. Yeah, let's see what's there. He I was joking. Don't over. do it. Oh, okay. I, you were joking. I won't do it. Schnee, do you know anything about that guy that we were fighting there? Yeah, we added we added Monster Lord to the Ranger, so that basically now you can roll to identify anything as long as it's identifying creatures. Mainly because favorite enemy gave you a bonus on knowledge checks, which is lost if you get rid of favorite enemy. It's a little modified, so it's Ranger can make a knowledge check untrained to identify creatures and adds his wisdom modifier uh, in, in addition to his intelligence. So, oh, so it would be a... 14. All right, so with a 14, I will say that you're able to identify this creature. You wouldn't get any additional information on it, but you can identify that this specific creature is known as a bone priest. This skeletal creature wears rotting robes and carries a sword in its talon-like hands. An evil blue light dances in its empty eye sockets. Bone priests are undead servants of evil gods condemned to continue serving for decades or centuries after death. In life, bone priests were acolytes or underpriests who failed at some difficult test or fell in battle against powerful enemies of the faith. Their dark gods have rewarded their fanaticism by giving another chance to demonstrate their worthiness. Bone priests retain the spellcasting ability in some of the domain spells they possessed in life. A typical bone priest casts spells as a third level cleric and has the bonus spells of one of the domains it originally had, usually darkness, death, destruction, evil, or madness. While bone priests occasionally arise with no outside intervention other than the will of their gods, they are normally created through a profane ritual that culminates in the casting of a create undead spell by a caster of at least 11th level. So that's who this guy was. And this particular bone priest had spells from the madness domain. So what would you like to do at this moment? Lang is unconscious on the ground. I'm picking over this body. Okay. For things. Get out of my body. Stop looting Lang. So this bone priest, the only thing you can find on him of any value would just be that he has a a bastard sword that looks like it is finely crafted. I pick it up, and then I drop it. That's not helpful. I needed a potion. I'm just gonna have my character lay down on the ground, because he's tired and in pain. What are the rest of you doing? Barney was just doing a quick uh, surveillance of the room, see if there's anything else in here besides the secret doors. Yeah, so you have those secret doors there. You can see that there's an unsecret door up here. You can see that there is a table in the corner over here. 
that has weapons and other items that are neatly laid out as if they're displayed for sale in a shop. There's this giant wooden chair and then there's this tapestry that hangs from ceiling to floor along the entire back wall of this room. Do the secret doors either appear trapped or locked or anything of note? Did you roll another perception check to see if they're trapped or locked? Okay, and 12 and then 15. Okay, they don't appear to be trapped or locked. Lang will walk over to Arashk and offer him a potion. I only have one of these left, but I can share. I, I feel a little better. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Looking at this now, so... He has a wand of cure light wounds? Yeah? He's yeah. got a potion weird, of cure moderate wounds? Weird thing for a undead to carry, but go for it. <laughs> yeah. No, he actually has a, a pouch that's hung around his neck. Oh, what's in it? So if you open it... It's cursed! It's cursed! It's just a bunch of spiders. <laughs> it's just a bunch of dead spiders. <laughs> you find a, a little container of something that's like a shimmering paste-like substance. You find a small green token about the size of a thumb-sized cylinder of greenish glass. A green token? Any symbols on it? or like It has some like swirly designs along it. Okay. And then the liquid, uh, what does it look like? I shake it and try to figure out what it is with a, can I do a craft alchemy? It's not a liquid. It's like a paste. I shake it. Can I do a craft alchemy? You shake the paste. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can roll craft alchemy. It's seven. You're not sure what that is. It might taste good though. Just kidding. Don't eat it. <laughs> well, no, he, he'll take a little bit. He'll like touch his finger on it and smell it. What's it smell like? Doesn't have a smell. He'll lick it. What does it taste like? Tastes kind of like metal. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. But do you know what this is? He just hands it. Do you, do you, know, do you know what this is? Uh, I got a 19. Or unless you wanted a praise. Was this a craft or an appraise? Um, I would roll a praise. Then a 12. Okay, that's not going to be enough to identify it. I don't know what that is, but you probably shouldn't be consuming anything of mysterious origin. Roll another appraise check. Oh, I just gonna, I just, let me just look at it again for no reason. Yep, and you're not sure what the other, what the token is either. Oh, yeah, it's the other thing. I don't know about that either. Okay. Do you think I can hold on to them, though? I don't care. He'll take them back and I'll put them in the pouch. Yeah, I'm going to have Cabbage push on this part of the wall here. I think there's a secret door. So I don't know if you guys want to get back, just in case, you know. Arask rolls on the floor over there. Okay, that works. And then once people are clear, he'll have Cabbage move forward into the wall. Okay, so Cabbage pushes into the wall, and the wall gives way and opens up into a short hallway. And Cabbage will take one step in. Okay, he takes one step in, and have Cabbage roll a perception check. An eight. Okay. Not that he could convey much. Yep. Nope, Cabbage doesn't notice anything. So as long as there is no explosion or anything... There's no explosion. Barney will peek around the corner and look inside. Roll perception. See if he can see anything in there. 18. That just looks like an empty hall. Well, that was that was pretty anticlimactic. He'll do the same thing for the other one. If he opens this one as well, this opens up into a room. A few wisps of decayed webbing hang from the walls of this room, but there's none on the stone ceiling and no, no sign of spiders in this room. 
The ceiling is blank, save for four one-foot-wide round steel medallions, one set into each corner. The floor is equally bare, except for a pedestal in the center of the floor made of a single five-foot square block of stone, about two feet high. On the pedestal sits a metal-framed wooden chest, and to the side of the pedestal rests a shallow hole in the floor, housing what looks like a brass handle set into the stone. A stone tile lies loose nearby, clearly designed to fit over the hole, concealing the handle. Wow, this is immensely suspicious. I don't know what you're talking about. I I don't even want to go in there. Roll a perception check. 20. With a 20, you'd be able to tell that there's... So there's a regular door up in this corner that you would see normally, and then you can see there's also a secret door here and a secret door here. My goodness, this guy really liked his secret doors. So all over the place. Wait, his secret door is it. So it opens, like, over here? Yeah, and I'll just let you know, there is a, a secret door here as well. Yeah, is there have to be? Is this the only way that it could go? He starts drawing all the secret doors on the map. It's like, oh, I suppose, for the sake of the map, we have to get in there at some point, see where those other doors go. Uh, but maybe, I don't know what you guys want to do, but maybe we go out the non-secret door and see if it loops around. Rosh will stand up with a thumbs up. Ah. I'll just follow you, Barney. Be honest, I don't feel too good, so... Yeah, just uh, follow us once you feel like you're up to it. Alright, so this hallway that you've entered here is the other side of where those gates were that Arash had touched before, or that he had gotten, you know, within five feet of, and the icy cold touch had come out and grabbed him. So two doors here. So as Cabbage steps into that space... Oh. I need him to roll a perception, or not perception, a reflex save, please. A perception? 24? So he is able to, or she, is able to jump back as this floor opens up, similar to what you've seen in the past, and a spider comes jumping out, and I will need everyone to roll me initiative once again. Here comes my initiative and three knowledge checks. I'm joking. I don't have any of the knowledges. Though. Oh, yeah. What knowledge would it be? I mean, it's probably the same as the ones we've I seen. think it was Arcana the last time we did it. Yes. Yep. So it is knowledge Arcana. So initiative Arashk. Four. Four. Schnee. Eight. Barney and Cabbage. 24. Lang. I got a nat one for a four. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Who has the higher initiative from you and Arash? I have a three. I also have a three. Okay, roll off to see who goes first. Roll off. Old-fashioned. Love it. Got a five. Beat that. Try it. <laughs> Boom. Eleven. All right, so Lang will go first. All right, so Knowledge Arcana, what do we have? Oh, a 13. Okay. And a nine. All right, so with a 13... Uh, Lang, you're not able to get any information, but you're able to identify this creature as a moon spider. A moon spider? Moon spiders are malevolent giant spiders that haunt the Echo Wood and other forests in the western vales of the Selen River. They are far more intelligent than most of their arachnid kin. While they aren't as smart as humans, they possess a sly cunning and magical talents that make them much more dangerous than other giant spiders. They even hunt cooperatively and share their kills. Moon spiders are web weavers and often create huge traps of sticky webbing. 
A creature that enters a square of moon spider webbing can easily become entangled or grappled. Typically, a moon spider uses its obscuring mist to hide the extent of its webs when prey approaches, using its tremor sense to keep track of its prey's struggles. Moon spiders do not speak any humanoid language, but communicate with each other in clicks and taps of their legs on the ground, and they can understand simple concepts in common, which is useful when they're listening to prey. First up in an initiative, we have Barney and Cabbage. Yeah, there's another trap here and another spider, so I, uh, I'm coming back through. Make way. Cabbage, uh, stay by the door. That's okay. my turn. Okay. And I guess Cabbage will ready in action if I guess within melee range, but... Okay. Uh, so the spider is going to use a move action to get up. So he's probably five feet down, so it'd be five, ten, twenty, thirty... Okay. And it will... Well, Cabbage's attack would go off as it's now in melee. A nine will miss. Okay, a nine is going to miss. And now the spider is going to attack Cabbage, and this will be a nine against Cabbage, which is going to miss. Nine. Nine. Uh, next up, we come to Schnee. Schnee can't say anything. Yeah, that's right out the door. Schnee will attempt to run there. He will take an attack of opportunity, and this will be a twelve to hit. I'm assuming that misses. Yep. All right, so you run out into the room, and now you can see that spider. Uh, take a shot. That's a 13. That's a miss. 13 is going to miss, unfortunately. Uh, next, we come to Lang. He'll delay. Delay. Okay. Next, we come to Arashk. I don't think I have an angle to throw a bomb, so I'm going to go ahead, take a move action, pull out my crossbow, and spend another move action to load it. Next we come to Barney and Cabbage. Uh, Cabbage will do a... So Barney will do a directive on attack rolls. And Cabbage will do a full attack. 25. Okay. 16 and 22. Okay. Those will all hit. So a collective 9 damage. Okay. Ouch. So 3 solid hits on the spider. Alright, so that was Barney's standard and Cabbage's full round, so next we come to the spider's turn, who will do an attack at Cabbage again, so this will be a natural two, so that's going to miss, and the spider's going to take a five-foot step back. Next up we come to Schnee. Schnee will move action, reload, move action, study target. That's it. Next we come to Lang. We'll move... He'll take a swing at the spider boy. 17? That will hit. 11 damage. That was a big hit. All right. So Lang moves up and does a big hit on the spider. And next we come to Arashk. Arashk is going to start moving. And he'll move once he's in. He'll go there. And uh, I'll take the shot. I'm uh, firing into melee, so this needs to be at a minus four. You have precise shot, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. I do have precise shot. Just kidding. You dummy. You dummy. So this is just going to be normal. Hmm, 14. That will hit. Okay. Dealing seven points of damage. All right, and that is enough to put the spider down. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I did something. And with that, we will drop out of initiative. Oh, yeah, that that was fun. I, I needed that. 
I just boom, 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 boom. He loads his crossbow again, looking for another victim. Yeah, good job with that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried this door before, but it is locked. Hey, let me try it. Okay. It's locked. It's locked. You're right. It's locked. Yep, that door is locked. And now this trap is a pit in the floor. This one here. That's a pit yeah. in the floor. Yep, it's a 10 by 10 hole in the floor. But you could jury rig it like uh, Barney had done before. To not fall? Right. To like... to Disable the trap, basically. Yeah, basically disable the trap or, you know, pull the two slabs back up and then jury rig them to stay up. Yeah, I'll take a 20 to disable the lock on the door. What does a take 20 get you? 29. Okay, so that is enough to unlock this door. Aha! We already knew where that went. Yes. Uh, and then I guess I can go to disable the trap as well. Okay, yep, go ahead and roll that. Are you taking 20 on that as well? I don't know, can you take 20 on a trap? I mean, like, realistically, there's no reason you couldn't in this situation, but normally speaking, I don't think you can. Yeah, I would say in this situation, because it's already been, it's already gone off, so you are, you can see that it's gone off and now you're just trying to put it back. And in the text, it does say that there's something you can do once the doors are open, you can do a disabled device to wedge them in place before they fall. But I'm going to say that, you know, with taking 20 that you would be able to figure out how to get it up and to keep it in place. So he'll, he'll go through that and he'll be like, just do be careful. We probably should avoid having too many people stand on it at once. I don't know how much weight it'll hold, even so I jammed it, uh, jammed it closed. I'll try to open that door. Oh, of course it's locked as well. Okay, I'll take some time to unlock this one as well. <laughs> okay. So you unlock that door with a taking 20. Peeks inside. Um. So I'm going to say probably... Well, no. No, we'll continue on. Never mind. Okay. Don't like that. <laughs> he opens the door and peeks inside. Don't like that laugh either. Mm -hmm. All right, so you peek inside this room and you can see the walls and ceiling of this room are hidden behind thick gray-white forest of spider webs that blocks all vision beyond 10 feet. Webs are everywhere, creating a maze of vertical sheets. Gray furry dust clings to the sticky white webs. The desiccated, shriveled corpse of a long-dead man hangs spread eagle across one of these layers of webbing, and rusty, rusty swords, daggers, and axes hang securely from others. Yeah, we can, we can come back for that one later. Oh, I don't like going into. This. I, I, he'll roll a perception check on this door to see if this side of the room is trapped because this was not a secret door. Roll a perception check. Twenty-seven. Uh, you don't see that this area is a trap. Ah, well, I suppose we see what happens. He'll he'll walk inside. And for just clarity and simplicity's sake, like, he's still looking around when he gets close. I'm going to back us up because I was having a chat with Jason and there was a bit of a misunderstanding from the other room. So I don't want to miss out on this because it could be important. So back in this other room where you guys were at, I said there was a table... What's this room? Can you show the us? Room with the, the room battle. with the boss. Yep. This is the sanctum is what they call it. So I said there was a large stone table that stood along the eastern wall. Weapons and other items are neatly laid out on the table. And so there was a bit of a misunderstanding. I didn't think that people had inspected this, but Jason thought that he had. So on this table, you can find four long swords, a masterwork dagger, a buckler, a belt, a vial, 
a flask, and four small leather belt pouches. Oh, that definitely was worth knowing. Yeah, so that's why I'm retconning that we did this before. I can wield a buckler and still do stuff, right? Does anybody want that buckler? Uh, <clears throat> nope. No, I already have one. Nope. And then, Barney, give me two appraise checks. There's a 14 and a 25. Okay. What do you want to be applied to what? Uh, what items were magical? A uh, belt and vial. I'm most interested in the belt. Okay. The belt with a 25 is a belt of mighty constitution plus two. Oh, this would be perfect for cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> right in his belt slot. <laughs> the, the creature that doesn't have a con score. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, that could benefit any one of you because con is something that everybody needs. Yeah, judging from how things have gone, I think the two that are most most uh, in need of some of this is uh, uh, Arashk and uh, Leng, who seem to take much damage and go down very quickly. I don't need it. But I would wear it very stylish. <laughs> Arashk? Oh no, that's alright, you can have it. It's fine, it's fine, 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 fine. I'll just not get hit. But that's for the best. Just don't get hit. So, so far you guys have... A vial from the skeleton guy that you haven't identified, this token that you haven't identified, and a potion that you have not identified. So what was the other liquid in this corner of the room that we did identify? Oh, I'm sorry. That's just a flask of acid. I had two questions. I took mental drain or damage, or what did I take? You took damage, and that wears off after 30 minutes. So I'll say that with all of this going through items from before, healing, you know, taking 20 at the doors and things, I'll say that your damage is gone. Cool. So he's all feeling ganky again. I'll take, uh, can I, can I roll craft to try to identify the potions? Craft alchemy? I think you would have to either have detect magic and spellcraft or perception. That's fine. I can do perception. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. 16? I don't actually know what the DC is. Oh, 15 plus the potion's caster level, yeah. so that's not going to be enough. After all that, in the secret room, does he see anything of trappage near the chest in the hole? Nope, you don't see anything. Um, if you take 20 as you're looking around, so you do see that this chest is trapped. You don't know exactly what it would do, but you do know that it's trapped, and you know that there is some connection with this door handle that's in the floor that's exposed, but you're not sure exactly what all would happen, but you know that it is trapped, and you can tell that it probably would be set off by, you know, trying to open the chest. So it's a handle on the ground? Yep, it's, a, it's like a door handle. Like a twisty door handle or like a lever? It says, a brass door handle. That's kind of weird Which, to have a door, a doorknob in the middle of the floor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's. Cause I'm trying to think, like, is it one where you like, you twist it? But that's yeah. like more like a modern. That sounds door cool. Handle. That sounds cool. So I'm gonna say that it's like one of those twisty door handles. Not like, not like. Like a traditional modern doorknob. No, 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 no. It's it's like I don't know one of those things that you would like pull up and twist. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I know what you're talking about. It's one about. of those, yes. except it doesn't pull up. It just, like, would twist. Ah. So he's going to try to get Cabbage to do that. 
Okay, you want Cabbage to do that. <laughs> Sarah. He does have like she she does have like hands. Yeah. yeah Little dinosaur like, hands. Use the teeth to like and twist it. Yeah, doing that doesn't do anything. Okay. He will just ignore it for now, I guess. Okay. Uh where were the other secret doors in here? Oh, there's one up here and then one down here. And this one would just connect into that other room. Right. He'll have Cabbage go up to that door and do what he did before with just, like, pushing it. Now, question. When you guys are, just for future reference, when you're going in and out of these rooms, are you shutting doors behind you or are you leaving them open? I say leave them open so stuff can come up behind us. Yeah, how it is on the map is how I feel about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll let you guys shut them if you will, but I'll leave them open for now. Okay, so Cabbage is going to do the same thing he did bef- she did before, where she pushes against this door? Yeah. Okay, so this opens up into a hallway, and at the other end you can see there is another secret door. Yeah, there's almost certainly going to be another trap in this hallway. He will inch forward, like, step by step, trying to see if there's another trap door. Okay, if you take your time and really study this hallway as you move forward, you don't see a trap in this hallway. You do this thing again okay the door all right so you go to open this door and you can see in this room there are wisps of decayed and sagging spider webs that droop from the walls of this room which appear to be empty except for a long dead dismembered corpse of a giant spider and a stout freestanding wooden closet in the southwestern corner the ceiling is covered with dusty spider webs bulging down from a grid of wooden beams and plaster 15 feet above the floor Faint moans and plaintive sobbing come from the closet. And the closet is in this corner. But there are no visible creatures. There are no visible creatures other than just that that dismembered corpse of a spider. So he'll go and relay that information to the people in the other room. They'll say, this sounds like perhaps there's some sort of uh, undead trapped in a dresser or something. I don't see any creatures in this room, but don't know if we wanted to investigate that or if somebody wanted to try their hand on that chest. I turned the knob, but I don't know if that did anything. It looks trapped. The, could we disarm the trap? Ah, uh, we could try, but if we failed, then it might blow up. No, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I can, I can certainly attempt it, but uh, it is uh, not without risk. I don't have a strong feeling. I, I'd like to see what's in there. To be honest. Oh, I, I again, I can try to disable it, but uh, if I die, it is on your hands. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, don't don't die, Bonnie, and then it will be fine. Yeah, I will haunt you. Yeah, okay, I accept these terms. That's fine. I'm going to stand over here, though, and he steps aside. Uh, I'll try to disable it. Okay, roll a disable device. Natural 20 for a 29. Okay, so... As you're studying this and you're trying to figure out how it works and how you can disable this trap, you see that the entire ceiling is one huge stone slab pierced in its corner by massive bolts. The four medallions, which are the ends of these bolts, are fastened to oiled chains on pulleys in the space between the suspended ceiling and the real ceiling. If either the if the, ch- the chest atop the plinth is opened or shattered, the falling ceiling is released. Pulling the lever will cause the ceiling to go back up, so it resets the trap. The real ceiling is about six feet above the slab when it's raised, 
in this space, chain pulleys from which the false ceiling is suspended and the trigger rods that free the ceiling to fall are in plain sight. So essentially, like, what could happen is the ceiling could fall, you guys could get on top of it, pull the thing, and it would, like, pull you back up and you could be squished against the ceiling. I don't know why you would do that, but all that's to say that you are able to uh, finagle it so that touching this chest or, you know, whatever is not going to deploy this trap. He just just brings Cabbage over to permanently hold the lever up. Yeah, so basically, like, it does crushing damage by the ceiling, like, falling and smushing you. But if you're quick enough, you can drop prone and avoid damage because it stops, like, a couple feet above the floor. So there is a reflex save to negate damage, but otherwise it will crush you. Yeah, well, you'll be happy to know that I have disabled this, uh, but had I failed, uh, I'm pretty sure that just backing into the corner would not have helped you at all. Oh, great. That's good to know. I won't do that again. So, yeah, I would have taken you with me. <laughs> uh, and then he'll uh, open the chest. You open the chest, and inside you see a bleached cat skull and an aged handwritten note that says... Curiosity kills another ingenious demise, courtesy of Addington's fine traps and defenses. Is the cat thing magical? No, nothing's magical. It seems like this was just bait for the trap. Yeah, I think this was just a prank. A pretty deadly prank. If this were a CRPG, I'd still have gotten experience for disabling the trap, so... This is true. Uh, yeah, so I guess that was a needless risk. I would have died for nothing. True. So I guess we'll move into the uh, other room. Okay, so as Barney and Cabbage move into those two squares, I need... Oh, this is going to be an attack roll. So this will be a natural one against Barney and a 23 against Cabbage's touch. Yes. As a weighted net falls out of the ceiling as you step into this area and the net grapples cabbage and in the process also does three points of damage okay and so he is grappled she is grappled and she needs to do either an escape artist or combat maneuver check to escape the the weighted net grappled or entangled grappled so you were able to step aside as the the net hit in your square and a net actually hit in the squares behind you as well and fell to the floor nobody was there but nothing else happens nothing else happens you still do hear moaning coming from the chest, like the wardrobe in the corner, and like sobbing. Uh, I guess Barney will pull the net off Cabbage. Okay, so I'll t- say you take a few minutes to pull the the net off of Cabbage. Yeah, I don't know what the point of that net was. Nothing really seems to have happened. Uh, there's some noise coming from that uh, corner over there. And is this other corner just difficult terrain for the sake of difficult terrain or is it's, there like it's a- webs there's just more webs in this room gotcha uh, I don't see anything in here except for just as uh, the noise is coming from that uh, that thing over there I don't know if you want to check that out it's a chest you said it's a wardrobe okay well Schnee puts away his crossbow pulls out his sword and he'll open it okay so you go to open it and the front panels fall outward and out rushes this creature and I will need us all to roll for initiative as this creature comes barreling out of this chest. I bet she's a zombie. Man, awful initiative rolls tonight for me. You need to step up your game. 
Yeah, dude, roll better. It's not going well. All right. So furnish it. Barney and Cabbage. 19. Schnee. 7. Lang. 8. 8. And Arash. 14. 14. Okay. Nice. All right. So this creature is going to come barreling out at you and is first in the initiative and will make one slam attack at you, Schnee. That is a natural four. So, yeah, that's not even going to come close to hitting you. Not even your touch because it's lower than 10. Or not touch, you're flat-footed. First up from you guys is Barney and Cabbage. Barney will five step up, move action, pull out the horse chopper. Standard action, make an attack. That is an 18 to hit. An 18 will hit. For four points of piercing slashing damage. All right. And before I forget, anybody who can roll knowledge religion? Nope. Can't do it. I can. I go on strike. Knowledge religion, 11. Okay. And Shnee, what did you get? Uh, 14. 14. Okay. So Shnee and Lang, you're both able to identify that this is a creature known as a fast zombie. Yep. Uh, this walking corpse wears only a few soiled rags, its flesh rotting off its bone as it stumbles forward with unnatural quickness, arms outstretched. And Schnee, I'll give you one piece of information. Actually, I take, well, let me think. I was just going to ask if it's smarter than Arashk right now. Is it smarter than Arashk? <laughs> well, Arashk is not stupid anymore. Well, I can't say that for sure. He's back to wow. his normal stupid, but whatever that is. Okay, so you would have actually gotten a 16. So you could get two pieces and uh, Lang could get one piece. Actually, you know what? There's not much about these. I'm just going to yeah. give you everything. So they are undead. So they have the standard undead traits for their immunities. So immune to mind affecting, destroyed when they hit zero. Um, they have a special attack called quick strikes, where whenever a fast zombie takes a full attack action, it can make one additional slam attack at its highest beast attack bonus. Okay has the toughness feat for extra HP, has dark vision 60 feet. Fast zombies actually have 40 feet of movement speed, so they are pretty quick. Unless there's anything else that you guys would want to know that's basically all that there is to know about fast zombies. No. Alright, so Barney and Cabbage. Cabbage will move up and take one bite attack. Okay. It's a 22 to hit for five points of damage. Okay. Alright, solid hit. Does hit and does and five points of damage. Okay. Next we come to Arashk. Um, what is this? This is difficult terrain here. It is. Yep. So he can see that it's right there. So he'll go like that and then we'll load or pull out his crossbow, I guess. Because he can't load it because he's got to move into the difficult terrain and go there. That's all. Next up we have Lang. Can I five foot step there? Is that a thing? Sure. Kind of looks like there was a wall here. It's the it's the whole door. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got him cornered. This will be great. We'll live forever. He'll live forever. Flurry of blows. Okay. First attack. Oh, my goodness. Ha, 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 ya boy! Zombies, however, are immune to critical hits from monks. Yeah. With Sunsetsu Kans. Weird that she didn't mention that in the information. I feel like that's something I'd want to know. Sorry. Sorry. So that is a 24 with a natural 20 with a 23 to confirm. That will confirm. For 19 points of damage. Yeah, and as much as I want to fudge that HP, I can't because... He's got DR. That's, he doesn't have DR, though. Oh, he doesn't? No, no. Zombies oh, don't have DR. Usually, nope. I thought they usually had DR slashing. He does not. I don't know if regular zombies do. 
Zombie, they do. He does not. Weird. It's a bludgeoning weapon, so... What a loser. And with that, you do kill him. Oh. Fun combat. So, yeah. Super. Sorry. Sorry. No, why be sorry for being (laughs) cool? That's okay. I mean, you're still not as overpowered as Schnee. All right, Schnee, jeez. Yeah, he might want to clean that off. I don't know. I don't know if you guys should really be ragging on your healer, because... You're not wrong. Next time you go down, he may just be like, you know what? These wand you heals are for You deserve to die because you made fun of me that one time. Was there anything in there with him? Was he hiding with, like, a plus four vocal longsword? <laughs> yeah, he'd happen to have one of those, actually. Yeah, no, there was nothing else in the wardrobe with him he was just waiting to surprise whoever were to come in yeah so I I think if I have the the mental map correct this next room is the one with all of the spider webs maybe uh, the ones that we didn't go to immediately Um, so I wager there's probably a good deal number of spiders in here so uh, is everyone ready just in case there's something something in here yeah, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He will open the door. Ah, oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> it's always locked. Ah, one second, so I will unlock this one. And then he will open it and immediately five it step back. Okay. The floor of this small hallway is partially blocked by heaps of stone rubble. A skeletal human hand protrudes from one pile of rubble. The debris looks old, and the few sagging strands of web draped over the rubble seem to have been here for some time. Ah, it's different. Where was the room that I was thinking of? I saw this is connected here. I really should have been mapping this out in real life on paper. <laughs> so we'll step in and he'll look around for traps. Oh boy. Uh, roll perception. He's almost fallen into enough traps that he's just looking around for traps everywhere. 16. Okay, you don't notice any traps. I don't immediately see any traps. As you walk in, you can see that the debris appears to have fallen from the ceiling here, and there is a there is a cavity where it looks like something violent had blasted away the solid stone to create a cavity up in the ceiling, and in the center of this cavity about 15 feet above the floor, a five-foot diameter irregular hole or shaft rises up into the darkness. I have no idea what that was. If somebody fired off a cannon down here. He'll have Cabbage move upwards. Anything happen? Nope. He'll move here. Nothing happens. He'll try the door. This large stone chamber contains two clusters of four stone caskets each. In the center of the room, between the two groupings, stands an empty, unlit iron brazier that is covered with soot and smells faintly of past fires. Drapes of dust-covered spiderwebs cling to the ceiling. Okay. Is there anything in there? Do I see anything? Do I hear anything? Uh, roll perception. Any spiders? It's 12. Uh, you don't hear anything? You don't see any... no spiders? Cabbage will move in. Nothing happens. Yeah, it looks like there's... Like a crypt or something in here. I don't see anything of interest immediately. I don't know if we want to go in. Yeah, let's go in. See what's that. See, see, see what we can see. Okay, we go in. What's this? So, Barney, as soon as you step up to that casket, a chill breeze arises from nowhere with an eerie howl. The room seems to darken, and in the sudden gloom, 
scores of small spectral eyeballs appear, drifting with the breeze. They peer at you intensely before they fade away. Oh, that's not good. Ah. I, I really hope that we don't find something incorporeal. Yeah, I know. We would just have to leave. Yeah, that, that that really would really really wouldn't be good. I don't know. I'm gonna go take a look though. What's in the middle of the room? Anything? Anything? What is that? It's an unlit iron brazier. There doesn't seem. If he does a quick scan of the room, I can see the whole thing. Is there anything of uh, note? Ah, uh, nope. There's just these four coffins, and then there's a secret door up in the northwestern corner. Eight coffins. Did I say six? You said four. <laughs> well, there's four, and then there's another four, so I wasn't wrong. Yeah, sure. Uh, the best kind of right. Yeah, you should light this thing in the middle on fire and see if that triggers all of them to come to life. I don't I don't know if that's a good idea, but, I mean, if you say so, Bonnie, and he'll move up and pull out a torch. Do you really think I should do this? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I'm of two minds, because, you know, it's like... You could trigger it, but it'd be light, and I don't know if they would like the light, so maybe that'd be a good thing. You know how that is? Because the whole place dimmed, so if there's lights and it can't dim, you know. I'll strike the torch. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, Barney. I, I really don't want to die. Because, I mean, we learned from the first floor of the towers that there is no magical darkness that can overcome mundane light. It's being sarcastic. Uh, what, yeah, what do you, what I'm do you fine think? if we decide not to do it. That is probably not a necessary or anything yeah we could just leave and just go to the next thing yeah so i mean we could go to the door that was on the other side of the hallway or we could go into the secret door over here i like the secret door okay brian will move over there making perception checks all along the way yep you make perception checks you don't notice anything he'll do the push push door thing classic you open it up and it turns into a hallway that turns and angles around the corner and then at the other side, you can see there is another secret door. He looks for traps in this hallway. Uh, roll perception. Ten. You don't appear to see any traps? Yep, it goes up. Nothing seems to happen. Maybe this is the, the rooms I was thinking about. The one with all of the cobwebs. Do you really think we should just leave this room? I don't know. We were told to map out the place. He never said that we had to trigger all of the traps or anything. I don't know if I would have wanted to take the job if he had uh, made a, a thing saying that we had to trigger all of the undead incorporeal eyeball monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be wise. We wouldn't want that. Uh, yeah, so this looks like it's the same rooms that we almost started in. Yeah, you can see the cage is still down in the skeleton. As soon as you open the door, starts bracing against the bars of the thing, moaning and creaking and clattering. I guess it wouldn't be moaning because... It can't make verbal sounds, but clattering. Guess we go back, go back the way we came then, to get to the other door over here, because I don't remember if it's possible, because I think the traps made it so we couldn't get there from the other side. You were able to put the trap back. It goes to the only other place. So is this a uh, another secret door? Nope, that's just a dead end. So time is the charm. Maybe this is the rooms that I was thinking about. I don't think so. Where the heck was the rooms I was thinking about? How far have we gone? That is the room that you're thinking about, the one with all the webs? It looks so different from this angle. Yeah, so this is the same one that has webs everywhere, creating a maze of vertical sheets, and there's a desiccated, shriveled corpse that you can see. Oh, goodness, you just ran right in. Oh, I just get, get a lay of the land. Uh, yeah, so there's almost certainly going to be spiders in here, because, like, there's a dead body on the ground and everything. 
uh, he'll look, uh, and if he doesn't immediately see anything, he'll have Cabbage step in. Okay. You don't immediately see anything. Cabbage steps in. Okay. It's definitely hard to walk because the entire place is just full of webs, but as Cabbage moves in, nothing seems to happen. Yeah, I coated his, uh, I coated her feet in an uh, anti-stick adhesive, so she's actually perfectly immune to uh, difficult terrain. Just vegetable oil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything on the body? Um, if you look at the body, you don't see anything on the body. It's basically rotten. It looks like it may have been drained of blood and has shriveled up. Uh, you can find in the webs, though, you can see there are two long swords, five daggers, and one hand axe that are all rusty, but they're still usable. And then there is a small pouch that contains 42 copper pieces. Uh, there is some small coin and a bunch of weapons in here if uh, you wanted to pick them up, Schnee. I don't know how much these are worth because they are a bit rusty, but I will leave that up to your expert eye with weapons and selling things. Is this the last room? Have we? Is there anywhere we have not explored here yet? I believe that is the last room. Just in case I make perception check at this door, because this will be the trapped door. 28, natural 20. Yeah, with a natural 20 for 28, you don't hear anything. This whole floor seems to be quiet, except for the rattling of this skeleton in the cage in the other room. Other than that, though, you think that you've put down everything that has stood in your way. Yeah, we are victorious once more. Yeah, you know, this is actually, despite, like, almost dying two times, it's been really easy. Yeah, I mean, I haven't come close to dying even once. I was going to say, the only means of progression would be the, there wasn't there a ladder in, like, the pit? Yeah, so if you move to, yeah, so I will move you guys whoop, to this area. We dimension door into that room. Alright, so yeah, so in this room, I'll read this text again. This large room has a wide hole in the center of its floor. A heavy welded steel ladder descends straight down from the lip of the shaft. The extent and depth of the space below are concealed behind the many crisscrossing whitish gray spider webs filling the pit. So you will have to burn away or cut away the webs before you're able to descend the ladder. Can we use our torches and just kind of like go around the perimeter? It'll take a long time to do it that way, but you can do it that way. I mean, I guess we're not pressed for time. Unless you guys wanted to go back to town first. Or do you want to go back to town at all? We could rest here and then just go on. I don't know if that would be terribly wise. I'm okay. I just am kind of low on bombs for today, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I would suggest resting before going down, but... I could rest. I mean, I don't have any HP loss, but... Yeah, I just didn't know if we want to go back to town today and restock on anything, or we feel like we're pretty good so we could keep going. I don't know. How How, how is the uh, the wand doing, Schnee? We have nine churches. So yeah, I mean, we could close all the doors to this room, or if you wanted, we could go into a different room. Yeah, here is fine. Haven't you always wanted to spend the night next to a giant hole in the floor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LRS will spend some time burning and clearing away the webs. Ah, yes, even better. Burn away the webs and then go to sleep next to the giant <laughs> hole. <laughs> go to sleep next to the giant <laughs> hole. Well, not those ones down there in the hole, but all the ones around the edge. Yeah, burn burn a little nook in each of the corners for <laughs> us to sleep. 
Yeah. Nice little safe little sleeping nooks. Alright, so is there anything that anybody wants to do before you rest for the evening? No. Alright, are you guys handling watches for the night? Yeah, we should cycle um, them. Cabbage can do his uh, alarm. What song yeah. did you play this time? Uh, Numb by Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the range on this like well, jukebox yeah. is so yeah. weird. Brian yeah. has a very unique taste. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. We've gone through Never Gonna Give Me Up by Rick Astley, you know, Nine yeah. Cat, and now Numb by Lincoln Park. <laughs> the, the, the memeiest one of all of them, I think, has to be Numb. Yeah, right? Like, the next time it's gonna be like Ode to Joy by Beethoven or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so Cabbage will do his, her, sorry, every time, Cabbage will do her alarm for the evening, so you guys, the rest of you are able to rest for the entire evening, and there are no interruptions, and you all awake the next morning feeling level three. Oh. oh. I wasn't prepared for this? Yes. Yeah. Oh. so surprising. Th that's really quick. Yeah. Okay. And since you guys have finished off this level, um, I was wondering if this might be a shorter session but I figured maybe at the end here we can just go over some of the level 3 stuff that you guys get you guys can go ahead and we can start leveling your characters and then we will call it a night until level 3 huh I was not expecting that to happen yeah so this is an interesting module in that there's no official milestone leveling given by Paizo so they obviously have the XP leveling that you can do which we tend not to do we tried with Ire of the Storm and I just prefer milestone leveling yeah I think it presented it has its advantages I'm not going to deny that but just for our group and the way we run things I just think it gamified it a little bit too much um, even though we were just joking about it it still just was an element that I like the milestone a bit better yeah, so what I did is uh, Pathfinder Society actually has sanctioned character levels for each level of the dungeon, and it's a range, so it's not, you know, you have a range of, for each level, you could be between this level and this level. So I used that, and I created my own leveling chart, and for these first few levels, it is very close to, like, a level per level. But it's not always going to be the case, so I mean, don't get used to that, but at least for the start here, you guys cleared out level 2, so you do advance to level 3. And one other thing I wanted to mention, just to give credit where credit's due, is that each of these levels of the dungeon was written and designed by a different person. So we already went over that the first level with the goblins and the darkness, that was Lisa Stevens, the CEO of Paizo. This particular level was done by Ed Greenwood who actually did a lot of work on the Kingma Kingmaker AP. So like like Ed Greenwood, like the writer that's written a ton of freaking Dungeons and Dragons Forgotten Realm books. Oh, uh, yeah. That that's him. The Canadian writer. That is impressive. That's awesome. That's actually really cool. So he's I'm... the one that created the character Elminster. Yeah. In Dungeons and Dragons, the wizard. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's really? him. cool. That's cool. Yeah. I've never heard. Of him. <laughs> wow, that's 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 sad. I don't know any Dungeons and Dragons lore. Well, to be fair, this is forgotten. Well, yeah, it's forgotten realms, but yeah, it's forgotten realms, but yeah, it's an extension. Are of those different things? Dungeons yeah, and Dragons yeah. technically places takes place in Eberron. Yeah. Um, 
Forgotten Realms takes place in Farron? Yeah, that said, I think 5e uses Forgotten Realms as its default assumption, but... Yeah. But yeah, but you can go to Eberron. Now that Wizards of the Coast owns both, you can even go to like some of the magic planes of Jesus, yep. like from the magic universe. Yep. You can go to um, what's they just released uh, like a kind of like a grim, dark Van Helsing kind of like uh, vampire or masquerade style world. I can't remember what it's called. They have a whole bunch of them. That's cool, though, Sarah. That's awesome. Yeah, I also I, I like this dungeon uh in particular i it's it's kind of hard in my opinion to to spice up low level combat because you know it can sometimes feel reductive to move and hit thing uh because you just don't have the kind of toolkit that you get access to around like level five and stuff when your class really begins to come online but i think that overall this this was a well-designed level i really like the boss encounter in particular that felt pretty deadly like like it could have spiraled out of control yeah yeah definitely i mean that bone priest was a cr4 so yeah a little difficult not not impossible though it didn't seem unfair yeah, it didn't not seem epic like we level st- but yeah so let's go over some of the level three stuff that you guys got is there anyone who wants to go first i can if uh i assume everybody else is reading go ahead jason so the artificer at third level gets a constructed assistant and a creation feat. Um, it's slightly different for my archetype, the clockwork tinkerer. I still get the constructed assistant, which is just a familiar. Um, the only it's a typical familiar is just it has the construct type. Uh, that's the only difference, if I recall correctly, and. Um, the creation feat, I can instead take a teamwork feat in, for my animal companion and myself instead of a creation feat. So I'm thinking that I will take escape route as my teamwork feat and a hedgehog for my animal companion. What's its name? I'm still thinking on it. I know the I know the one you gave, but I don't know if I want to use Wait, that Wait, so one. you'll have an animal companion and um, cabbage? Yeah, the animal companion will pretty much never be seen because I'm only going to use it for, like, crafting stuff until at a later level. At level 9, it, it upgrades to be an actually useful thing because uh, the artificer's familiar... It is. It functions as a typical familiar, except its creature type changes to construct, granting it the standard construct traits, and it gains cooperative crafting instead of granting its master the alertness feat. Nice. Um, oh, it's uh, a familiar. Other, yeah, familiar. Gotcha. Yeah. And escape route, just if you're curious about that one, an ally who also has this feat provokes no attacks of opportunity for moving through squares adjacent to you or within your space. So... If I have both Cabbage and uh, Barney adjacent to each other, they can kind of move around without having to worry about attacks of opportunity. Like, Barney can run away without getting hit as long as he's next to Cabbage, and I felt like that fit the theme of the two. So, um, I can go off of that because we're the same class, and uh, at this space, um, the Demolitionist does not seem to replace either of those abilities is that correct pretty much yeah 
So I will get a cool assistant myself, some little construct dude. I don't know what that's going to look like yet because I haven't thought about it, but I'm sure I'll come up with something really clever. And then how does the creation feat work, Jace? So, because yours is not changed, so yours is at this level and every whatever. Um, you gain a bonus feat in addition to those gained from normal advancement. This must be selected from the list of item creation feats, um, and, but you must meet the prerequisites. Oh, okay. You treat your... Um, class level as your caster level for the purposes of meeting the prerequisites for item creation feats so you could take like brew potion or scribe scroll or craft wonders item so mine is pretty much the same and then we also obviously will get a a feat which i haven't uh, given a whole lot of consideration to yeah i'm still thinking about my normal feat i don't know if maybe you could give your insight into this i was thinking either mounted combat to be really fun oh that sounds too skill focused craft no, no, no. You go mounted combat. You can pick up skill focus whenever, but you should start writing cabbage right away. That's my vote. That's my vote because I, I just I, thought that looked really fun. I don't think that you know taking something like skill focus is a is a bad like choice. I don't think that makes you a dirty min max just to get a flat you know bonus or something. But I think that unless there's something you really want to be able to craft that would add fun to your build, being able to ride cabbage is f- more fun. You know? Yeah. I, I think, think I think it's fun. I think that's a good way when you're approaching some build design is kind of think about like, okay, you're not going to have this ability until level 15. You want to make sure that your character is fun to play like until you get these things. So if getting skill focus unlocks something that you really wanted to be able to make, then I think that's important. But if not, I just wait. You don't have to make a decision right now. I mean, you have a week to work on it, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to go with mounted combat, that certainly would spice things up a little bit with cabbage anyway let's move on to justin are you good to go to chat about lang a little bit sure yeah yeah, yeah. so at level three uh i get you know another bonus to my attack my base attack bonus um because it seems like monks get that like every level yeah they're full they get a plus one yeah yeah full bab every level kind of gross um yeah it's, it's beautiful have you ever played a full bab class no Oh, you're in for some fun, buddy. So I got fast movement at level three, which will give me an enhancement bonus to my speed. So I get an additional 10 feet of movement. Uh, I also get access to key pool. Oh, yeah. um, Which I'm not super familiar with because that's a monk only thing. But it is half my monk level uh, plus my wisdom modifier, which... Uh, I've got a pretty decent wisdom modifier, so that should give me four or five points in my key pool, which will allow me to, to use key strike, which I also get at level three, which allows my unarmed attacks to be treated as magic weapons for the purposes of overcoming damage reduction. So now I have magic punches, um, and that's about it for this level not a lot else yeah you that's, do get a feat enough. too so you can look into what yeah you want to take you don't have to decide that on the fly but no clue what i'm gonna take from i that, have but, yeah. i came close i have one more level to kill you because our joke is that we haven't had a monk that has lived <laughs> past level four so level, level four i'm gonna have to play real conservative i was getting forward. real sweaty earlier i was like oh man this is oh, gonna yep. happen continue in the tradition <laughs> yep exactly uh, <laughs> so um justin hmm. just so you're aware because i think this is probably the coolest thing about this level you said yeah. you weren't too familiar with the key pool uh-uh. 
by spending one point from your key pool as a swift action, you can make one additional unarmed strike at your highest bonus when making a flurry of blows. What? So you'll get three attacks whenever three you spend attacks? a key pool point. That's crazy. Alright, and Brandon, what did Schnee get at level three? Uh, besides the basic BAB and other bonuses, he gets a uh, favored terrain. Oh. So I can pick that. I put like two seconds thought into it and probably going to do underground for caves and dungeons. <laughs> Why would you ever choose that? I don't know. Well, knowing how well silly. I'm doing, I should probably do like cold or something. Urban. Um, yeah. The very, the very next floor is just going to be a forest underground. Probably. <laughs> Um, and then he gets the uh, feet um, endurance for free. So. Oh, nice. And that's a prerequisite for a lot of other things, too. That could be cool. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know yeah, I've seen I, it. I as... spiced it up from the base ranger because I've never really found a great amount of use. Oh, so it. now you don't have to sleep in your whitey tighties. You can sleep in your yes. armor. Yeah. I mean, if you want to sleep, I mean, that's your prerogative, totally, but... He'll probably, probably in his... Um, leather armor he'll still have the top on but probably no pants <laughs> still no pants yeah. nobody oh. ever hits down there anyway <laughs> yep. oh my goodness all right so before we all sign off let's roll some hp so barney why do you why don't you go ahead and roll your hp all right that's that initiative. An initiative check. that is not your <laughs> hp roll it. that is not your I'll hp roll <laughs> Yep. You do not get 15 HP. 15? <laughs> no. Yes. Yikes. There we go. I rolled two. Okay. Which is not a reroll. Not a reroll. So on your D8, you rolled two for four total HP, including your con. Oof. Okay. Arash, go ahead and roll your hit points. Oh. Also, four. We well, rolled a three on the D8 with one con. So four hit points. Leng? Give me a seven. A nine. Oh, oh you rolled a seven on the D10, so I'm nine. Good. And Schnee, re-roll that one. It's going to get a ten now. Oh. Well, <laughs> you re-roll twos, too, I think, because yeah. you're a D10. Yeah. All right, so might as well just go for the three at this point. <laughs> it's be it. Oh, that's oh, another one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, like, I, I might as well just take it, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I think you deserve a three. No, you add all three. Oh you add gosh. all three together. <laughs> you're full D10. Let's full D10. Statistically, oh that was bound to happen. I okay. Yeah. All right. There so you rolled a six this time. That's not bad. That's good. I mean, it's better than the two ones in a that that hit those hit die rolls were very very close to my attack rolls this session. To be honest. So. All right. Cool. So that's a little bit of level three. We can go over feats and things next time, but a little bit of a shorter session just to finish out this level, and we will see everybody next time. <laughs>